Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, I mean, for sure, like if we ban men from every house, well, there's no, there's no such thing as a family anywhere in the world, is there? So, I mean, I know exactly what you're saying. And of course, most assaults are committed by people that they know 100%. Is it all men, though? Is it all men what? Like, is it men that should, should we just ban men from houses? Like, should we stop marriage so we not allow women, men live with women? Yeah, come on. I, I, I think, I'm not so sure how smart that line of questioning is. In my Why? Opinion. I, of course. Well, of course not. Hang on a second. Hang on. Paul, you want to protect women and children, okay? Of course, yeah. The, the cases of a man dressing up as a woman and going into a toilet and restaurant in Killarney and assaulting a child or a woman has never happened. Never. It's never happened in Ireland, okay? Never. But the cases of men infiltrating the world of marriage and family for the purpose of raping a child or a woman happens all the time. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast It's essential like your breakfast It will get you up and going There's some things you didn't know Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast It's the Keith Walsh Podcast Give you energy like buck fast And if your head's in a pickle Or you're looking for a giggle It's the Keith Walsh Podcast Yeah Good morning It is Bank Holiday Monday it's the 1st of the 5th, 1st of May. What? It's May Day. I can't believe it's May already. This is the Keith Watch Podcast, um, a sort of a bonus episode, special edition. And I saw a restaurateur, Paul Trevo. I think that's how you pronounce it. He has a restaurant down in Killarney um, that is quite well known. And he tweeted about, I'll just, you can find it there, roughly something about people with willies won't be allowed into the women's toilets in my restaurants which you know on the face of it seems fair enough i won't comment right now on that particular thing because you know we had a conversation i recorded it. this intro has been recorded afterwards um and i don't want to i don't want to be seen to be sticking the boot in where i didn't in the interview so you know I won't. I won't comment on that. Um, only to say that I completely disagree with the sentiments. You know, I I, I agree in safety for all. Um. Anyway, I do explain myself more in the conversation. I hope just a few things that I think uh, might be helpful to people thinking about. Um, you know, the trans community. Uh, some facts. Um some things that are out there that are seen as facts that aren't facts okay and i just want to go through some of them you can skip through this bit and go straight to the conversation that's fine as well um that gender identity is not a choice um, um 
that it is a choice and it is a mental illness. Um, no. Gender identity is a deeply felt sense of self that may or may not align with the gender assigned at birth. This is supported by extensive research in psychology and neuroscience. Uh, transgender individuals are confused or going through a phase. Uh, no, that's not true. Many have known their gender, gender since childhood and being true to that identity is often essential to their well-being and mental health. Um, there is evidence that allowing transgender individuals to use restrooms or changing rooms that correspond with their gender identity uh, will put cisgender individuals at risk. That's false. In fact, trans individuals themselves are more at risk of violence and harassment in public restrooms when forced to use facilities that do not align with their gender identity. Um, transgender individuals are no more likely to be sexual predators than cisgender individuals. In fact, many transgender individuals report being victims of sexual violence themselves. Gender-affirming medical treatments have been shown to be safe and effective for transgender individuals who need them. This is a fact. Uh, they're often an important part of a person's gender transition and can greatly improve their mental health and quality of life. Transgender individuals are just as real as anyone else. Their gender identity is an integral part of who they are and denying that identity can be deeply, deeply harmful. Allowing transgender individuals to live as their authentic selves is not a threat to traditional gender roles or societal norms. In fact, in simply acknowledging the diversity of the human experience, it allows individuals to live free from discrimination and harm. It's important that we approach these conversations with empathy and understanding, while also being informed and prepared to counter any incorrect facts or misinformation that may be presented. Okay, and that's all I'm trying to do here. There's a lot of misinformation out there. People are believing things that people are saying as facts that aren't facts. And we should really be careful of these things. Um, there are many societies around the world where gender fluidity and transgender individuals are accepted, celebrated, and have been given an integral part of the culture for centuries. Here are a few examples. Two-spirit people in indigenous North American cultures the two-spirit, it's a term used by many indigenous North American cultures to describe individuals who identify as having both male and female spirits within them. Two-spirit people have historically held important roles in their communities, serving as healers, leaders and spiritual guides. Uh, in South Asia, there is the Hydra. I think that's the proper pronunciation. And it's used to describe individuals who are assigned male at birth, but who identify as female or transgender. Uh, these individuals have a long history in South Asian society and have traditionally been recognised as separate, a separate gender category with their own cultural practices and customs. It's the same in Samoa. Uh, there are individuals who are assigned male at birth but identify as female or non-binary and these individuals have traditionally, been, uh, um, have traditionally held important roles in Samoan society, serving as caregivers, leaders and cultural advisors. Similar in time, that's just a few examples of where transgender people have been celebrated in communities around the world. Um, there's also the the question around the law. Transgender people in Ireland are protected from discrimination under several laws, including the Employment Equality Act. Um, these laws prohibit discrimination in employment, training and promotion on the grounds of gender 
including gender identity. There's the Equal Status Acts, uh, 2000, 2018. These laws prohibit discrimination in the provision of goods and services, including healthcare, housing, education, and social services on the grounds of gender, including gender identity. Um, the Gender Recognition Laws, 2015. These laws allow transgender individuals over the age of 18 to legally change their gender by self-declaration without the need for medical intervention or certification. This act also provides discrimination against individuals who have obtained a gender recognition certificate. Um, The Health Act 2019, this law requires the provision of healthcare services that align with an individual's gender identity, including hormone therapy, gender-affirming surgeries, provide legal protections to transgender individuals in Ireland and prohibit discrimination based on gender identity. So yeah, it's um, it's important that we remember. And although people might say, no, no, I don't, I'm for trans rights. We have to be very careful with the message we send out about trans people, what about her, what if her. Um, it's not helpful. It's not helpful to them as a community. It's not helpful to us as people. So just be very careful to what people are saying about the dangers, the dangers to female-only spaces. It's not really a thing, you know, as for anything happening in the toilets in Killarney, like Paul was talking about, never happened, never happened in Ireland, probably never will happen. But what is likely to happen is that a trans person is likely to be attacked in a place because they don't have any safe spaces. Um, so there you go. That's my two cents. I'll stop talking now. And here is my interview with Paul uh, Trevo from the restaurant. I think it's Trevo's restaurant in Killarney. Um, and yeah, you'll hear it all explained. Enjoy. Good luck. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'd say you're busy, are you? Uh, yeah. And actually, normally it's um, uh, normally it's actually it's the worst weekend for us in Killarney because um, with the rally weekend, a lot of the locals kind of leave and get out of town for the so normally it's very quiet, but this weekend was, was was crazy busy for a few different reasons, obviously. But uh, yeah, so long may last. It's been a tough few years for our trade, all right? Yeah, great. Great to hear it. So just to set the set the scene, because like, first of all, I'd say there's people who I would be, like say for instance, there's two camps, there's your camp and my camp, just to sort of like make it more straightforward. I don't think it's even that clear, but anyway. So there are yeah. people that would that I would say I support that would say there's no point in talking to that guy or what's the debate or whatever. There's also people on your side who would say what's the debate? You know, it's science. And, so and don't talk to that guy either. Is what I've been told. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so you have to be careful. But we, but you know, I believe in talking to people. The main aim of my conversation with you is to sort of like maybe hopefully change your mind a little bit about your decision, and I also yeah. respect your decision. So that's kind of yeah. I, I'm not. I have no, I don't not like you, Paul. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not going to be edited, okay? So we've got 40 minutes. I'm not going to edit it. So the people right. can, so, because I did hear that people, this is going to be a, a hatchet job or, you know, it's not going to yeah, be edited. Yeah, yeah. And you can, I can send it to you and then you can listen to it and you can say whether it was edited or not. And, you know, so yeah, it's all sure. transparent. It's a conversation. Yeah, you yeah. Might, absolutely. You might, you might, you probably go away thinking the exact same thing as you think right now. And, Maybe I'll go away thinking differently. That's the whole point of it. So, well, I tell you what's important, Keith, is that we're having the conversation because everyone's afraid to talk these days. And uh, I think you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to come out with one or two points like you said. And you might turn around and go, actually, yeah, I never actually thought of it that way, and vice versa. But I mean, this whole concept of I say something you disagree with, ah, you're some bollocks, and blah, 
around, we're not talking and you know all that kind of stuff. So that, that's not a mature adult conversation as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, absolutely. You no, know, exactly. Yeah. So um let's just get into it then. Tell me about uh, the reason why you were on GB News yesterday. Uh, it was your decision around your toilets and your restaurant. Yeah, exactly that, Keith. I mean, I put up a tweet that, that's gotten a huge, huge reaction. I knew it would get some reaction. I didn't think it was going to get the reaction as big as it did. Uh, so basically, there was a conference on in, in Killarney. Uh, there was actually two conferences. Uh, one was a transgender conference and the other was, I'd never heard the term before, was the uh, TERF uh, conference, people that would be kind of like the anti-trans uh, movement and, and a few other different uh, kind of policies. So the trans conference, from um, my understanding, it informed the hotel that they wanted the signs removed from ladies and gents' toilets to be called just toilets, uh, which I understand, obviously. And uh, so I turned around and I said, you know what, this is nothing against the trans community, but there's an issue here at stake as far as I'm concerned that, uh, you know, no man should be allowed in a safe place, which would be considered as the the ladies' toilets in a bar, restaurant, nightclub or something like that. So I put that up and I said, listen, you're not getting in if you have a penis. And uh, as I said, it just, it, 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 it shut up. And I don't know if you want to hear it, but from what I've seen, it's 99.9% positive comments that have come in for it. I'm obviously going to get some sort of a backlash, which is perfectly fine. This is, you know, it's the world of Twitter, which is a cesspit, um, as you know. But uh, yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't have said it if I didn't think that there's this as i said and, and i really want to clarify it at the start of the, of the podcast this is nothing to do about the trans community i totally respect anybody whatever sexual orientation they are it's absolutely nothing to do with that my problem is is that as far as i'm concerned they've been infiltrated or possibly infiltrated with people who can turn around and abuse a situation and say i can put on a dress i can put on some makeup and i can say i'm identifying as a woman and that gets me into it into an area uh, where where there are people or where there are women or young girls in it. And, and as far as I'm concerned, that's a potential danger as far as I'm concerned. And that was my whole point. And look, there's a million and one different debates we can have on it, but that was the reasoning behind my tweet. So you're concerned with women's safety, I suppose. Well, look, I mean, as an owner of a, of a restaurant, I have an obligation to the safety. It's no different, as I said, on, on, on the on the GB News channel. I said, this is no different if I was to see a drunken man walking into a, uh, into the men's toilet with an empty pint glass because I saw him having a bit of a round in the bar or the restaurant or something like that. This is, I mean, I have an obligation to the safety. That's that's my skin in the game. I'm, I'm, I'm like yourself, you know, that I, I'm, I'm not trans and I'm not a woman, but my, my, my skin in the game is the fact that I have an obligation as the owner of a restaurant to protect everybody, no matter what scenario could arise. And this is potentially one scenario that could potentially arise, and that's why you got to eliminate it before it does happen. Okay, cool. Uh, just a couple of things, because this will be important, you know, for you. Uh, where do you stand on the following? Because people people get lumped into the same places, you know. Uh, vac- yeah. vac- vaccines, where do you stand on vaccines? Uh, well, I mean... I don't know why you're bringing that into a question on the on, on the transgender debate, but but I tell you one thing about me, Keith, because we've got forty minutes. You can ask me a question and I will answer it. So there's right. no. If I turn around, you ask me a question and I go, uh, I'm not answering that, Keith. So I have no problem. So ask me whatever you want and I give you my answer. So where do I stand with vac- vaccines? Well, basically, the majority of the world will be dead without them. So I'm not I'm not I'm not an anti-vaxer. Uh, and I, I'm not a COVID denier. There are a lot of things that happened during COVID that are completely wrong. Yeah. And, and that uh, a lot of people have lost uh, hundreds of thousands of this country, lost their entire livelihoods over, especially the music industry and the entertainment industry. You guys couldn't do gigs. We couldn't open up in the restaurant. So, I mean, if you want to go down that route, that's fine. But I mean, I don't, I don't want to go down any route. I'm just, I'm doing yeah. this for your safety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I want people to see where you're coming from because People generally lump everybody into the same place, okay? Absolutely, conspiracy theorists and madmen and all yeah, this kind of stuff. 
uh, and they would say, where do you stand on refugees? Yeah, so, I mean, okay, so you're, you're going a complete different route as no, the way no, you want. No, 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 that's, no that's, I'm, I'm not at all. Listen, Paul, listen, I'm just, this is a, like a quick fire round, so we just yeah. set the scene. I'm not, like, honest to God, if I, if you go, you know Twitter. Yeah. They lump you in with this, in this space. Okay. Yeah. I'm not trying, I'm just trying to clear your name almost of like, of, it's, that's not where you're coming from is what I'm saying. Yeah. There are people, there are grifters who latch on to, you know, they try and, die, um, they try and uh, split communities for their own gain. And I don't think you're that person. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just trying to establish that. Yeah. Well, Keith, as, as you well know, God, if you believe in that, sent his only son to save humanity, and we bloody nailed him to a cross and killed him. So, you know, Johnny492 on Twitter calling me every name under the sun doesn't really bother me. So I'm quite okay with these guys. As I said, name calling is just a way of showing you lack the intelligence to have a debate, which is fine. Thankfully, I'd like to think both of us have a bit of intelligence. So let's go back to the vaccines, first of all. The world would be dead if it wasn't for vaccines. Dumb. However... I'm not so sure about the COVID vaccine, if that did exactly what it said in the tin. There's a lot of research coming out and only history will show whether that was right, wrong or 100%. So I'm not so sure about that one. And I'm not so sure there's an alternative motive. And when you look at a lot of the conspiracy theories, what they came out with, there might be some merit to it, or there might be. Time will tell. Hopefully we'll probably be dead by then, but it's time to come out. Where do I stand on refugees? If I thought you needed the shirt off my back more than I did, Keith, I would give it to you straight away. If I thought you needed help, I would give it to you straight away. Have we done the right thing with the refugees in this country? No, because again, we have created a situation that can be exploited, that people can show passport from any country coming in to Ireland and then destroy their passport and say, I'm from Ukraine and get into the country. I think we were wrong. I think we opened up that I would much rather if we had a half million more refugees that were genuine people that needed genuine help as opposed to possibly, and you can't deny that these people exist, there are social immigrants that do come in and abuse the system. And, and that's and that's a fact. That's not me making up a thing. So absolutely, we got to take care of everybody. It's humanity. I would take care of you if I thought you needed help. I would take care of my neighbor. I would take care of everybody if I thought I could do something to help them. But I'm not going to deny the fact that we have allowed people into this country. Go back to history has a, uh, a great way of repeating itself. In the 80s and 90s, when Cuba kissed and made up with America, and Cuba, America said, come on in, Cubans, you're welcome. What did Castro did? He emptied the prisons. So could that have happened again? Who knows? Again, time will tell. But I'm not anti-immigration, I'm not anti-refugees, but when you look at Killarney, because I put out a tweet, uh, it was around this time last year actually, where it said the population of Killarney had increased by 13% in six weeks, and it ended up increasing by 40% in total with all the refugees coming in. To put that into context, that's about 650,000 people going into Dublin. So that's how people can kind of, okay, all right, I understand. It's a population of Killarney, 10,000. 4,000 refugees, asylum seekers coming. We have two businesses in Killarney. We have Lieber, which is a crane building company, and we have tourism. If either one goes, the town is in serious trouble. So when you remove anywhere from 30 to 40% of the tourist accommodation, the ancillary businesses, the business inside in town, the shop, the, the barber, the restaurant, the bar, that means we're automatically down 40% in a very short tourist period, coming off the back of three very tough years after COVID. That's my concern of, of when I said last year, I think we need to, you know, has anybody done a feasibility study? How many people can you put into a town without affecting the running of the town? That was my, that was my point I, I put up on that. Did you think that bringing refugees in would affect tourism? It affects tourism because they take the tourism accommodation. They've been put into hotels, guest houses, and all that, which means 
tourists can't come into that. So tourism drops down. The amount of people that so let's just say here in Kenmare where I live, there's a huge weekend. It's the busiest weekend ever. It's the Ring of Bear. It's like the Ring of Kerry cycle. It's the Ring of Bear. They come around the Bear Peninsula. They can't get accommodation for the people coming down to do it. They're looking to put tented villages in the GA pitch and the local soccer pitch in order so that people can come down. Yeah. That's a huge issue because people are not going to come down for a weekend, sleep in a tent on a soccer pitch and go, that was a great weekend, let's face it. So that's a, that's just a slight example. But I, again, to clarify, because as you said, a lot of people will try and hang on my every word. I am all in favour in taking care of as many people as we possibly can, but it must be done right. Yeah, I do think that people would say, you know, if you, if you pitched it in a way that said, look, in order to accommodate this amount of refugees, this is what we have We have to do. We all have to do, make the best of it. We're all going to stay in tents. We're going to have a great weekend, but it's all for a good cause. So I think it's how you pitch it. But, you know, let's, let's agree to that. I'll tell you another thing about refugees as well, though, is that they should all be allowed work. It takes way too long for them to process uh, their application. So either speed up the application and send them home, or else, as far as I'm concerned, let them all work so everybody comes in and helps out in the country. There's a, over 100,000 job vacancies throughout the country. People need to work. People need staff. Give them all a job. And I put it this way. If I went to another country, the first thing I'd want to do is get a job. So Yeah, and uh, any refugees I've worked with and met all want to work. Uh, yeah. is, the earth, is the earth round or flat, Paul? <laughs> put it this way. If the earth was flat, cats would have knocked everything off it by now. So, <laughs> now listen... All the, cats, I, all the cats are standing uh, on the edge, knocking things off. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like I know where you're. I know what you're doing. Don't worry, I'm not. I'm not an absolute fruitcake. But like, I have to admit, I love a great conspiracy theory more than anybody. I love when they see a picture of of the moon landing of the of the of the of the rocket and they said, "How the hell did they call uh, the president of America on a bloody landline?" <laughs> so you kind of go. Never actually thought of that. So, and and who, who is the cameraman still up in the moon when they saw that? So, I mean, but look, the Earth is. Uh, I would certainly like to think one hundred percent round. I don't think there's a dome over us. I don't think it's an episode of The Simpsons. Uh, but having said that, if you were to show me a picture of a flat Earth, I tell you what, Keith, I would turn around and go, "Actually, do you know what? Nothing surprises me anymore." But no, as it stands, the Earth is round in my head. Uh, LGBTQ plus rights. Where do you stand on those? Yeah, so look, I mean, everybody, you know, what, what has happened in my opinion over the last kind of 12 months is that every, everybody deserves the right to equality. That's 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 the proper way that mankind should be. Um, I think that this, I, I think the, the LG community, I'm not so sure they're very happy with the trans community because I personally think the trans community has been hijacked. Anybody who's genuinely transitioning has every right to equality like they should, I think that people have seen an area. And there's money being made out of this as well from, from children being mutilated at an early age. They're shown already 2022. Was, but you need to talk to the experts on that. I can give you the names of the actual experts. They reckon that there was over $1 billion spent on, on, on children having... Well, have well, well, we need facts. Like we, uh, like, oh, no, well, that's what I'm saying. I only know what I know. I can answer is you're flat. You want facts, I'll give you the names for these people to talk to. And I think we'll make an excellent podcast because they would interpret conference yeah. that was after and and, and we, i met quite a lot of them that came in and told me i met the head whistleblower over in the uk that started telling me and this is a highly much more intelligent than you and i put together not putting you down probably putting myself down sure. and some of the stuff that they were telling me was you know was was frightening but can you tell them, me can you tell me about the two billion dollars two so give me that fact to get that possible fact again so one billion is what they reckon was spent 
over in the States on, on kids that were being medicated and that were having genitalia cut off and everything because they were identifying. Now, this, I'm just telling you what I was told. I yeah, said, yeah, I worry about that talk, fact. You know? <laughs> well, okay, that's what I'm saying. Talk to the experts on it. I can get you the names and they'll give you the facts, figures and everything to back myself up. So I'm not going to go down that route with you. I only know what I know. But who's doing it? Who's doing it? Who's doing the, the who's doing the the medicating and the genital mutilation? Is it doctors that yeah, work absolutely. for the medical company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and you just I'm not, as I said, I'm not going to go down. So don't keep asking me the questions on it because I'm not going to say something. Okay, don't not. say. Okay, well, don't say anything unless you know it's a fact. Is that fair? Well, of course it's a fact, but I'm telling you, talk to the expert. <laughs> I'm giving the expert names who will give you who will give you all the information, all your facts. That would make a very interesting podcast. So. So you're saying, of course, it's a fact, but you don't know this is a fact because some guy told you in the bar. I can't stop now. Come on, we're not two-year-olds in a bloody playground. I'm saying the fact that it's not a cat. Don't, if you're going to try and catch me out, catch me out in something good. Again, I'm not trying to catch you out. I'm not no, trying to catch clarify, you out. Just to clarify. Just to clarify. I can't talk to you about things. Well, then like move that. on. Move on to the next subject. Ask me is your triangle. So So what I was saying to you, are, are, you, uh, are, are you a supporter of LGBTQ plus... Um, <clears throat> So and, everybody, and, and you said that the, the the trans movement has been hijacked. In in my opinion, because there there is a possibility that uh, basically I, you or I can put on a dress and, and and makeup and say we identify as women, and that could gain access into safe places. Of the whole point of my tweet originally. So uh, and I think I'm I'm just looking at studies. Don't ask me to quote a line. I can see it. Google it yourself. You'll see it. Where the where the LG part of the, of of the, of the movement is turning around. And they're saying we're not so sure. We're happy with the trans community in the direction that that's going at the moment. Yeah, that's just yeah. my opinion. Yeah. yeah, there are. I mean, I know there's um sort of what you might call world leading lesbians uh, um, who are not happy with the trans community. And I, I you know I just I don't know where they're coming from on that. It seems really strange. Like. I know one in particular was was um, married up until very recently and only came out as lesbian, I think, very re- late in life. And now suddenly she's like, uh, so she, you know, you're kind of looking at her going, so you were allowed to decide that you weren't straight and in late in life you decide you were lesbian, you're accepted by that community and the world as a lesbian. And now you're like hating on these people, you know, who have decided that they were born into the wrong body, which to me seems a bit weird, you know, but anyway... I, yeah, I, look, I, that's, I, that's the world we're living in. I mean, if somebody says something, somebody has to try and shake it down. So yeah, <clears> so yeah. we're on Twitter long enough. We 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 see that all the time. Uh, just to go back to your friend, if you meet him again, the claim that one billion dollars has been spent on children being medicated and genitals being mutilated in the U.S. is false and a misleading statement. There's no evidence to support this claim, and is likely an exaggeration or distortion of the actual costs associating with providing medical care to transgender and gender non-conforming individuals. In fact, many insurance plans and public health programs now cover gender-affirming medical treatments, such as hormone therapy and gender confirmation surgery as medically necessary treatments for gender dysphoria, which is recognised as a legitimate medical condition by major medical organisations. So probably what your friend is saying, that like this money is being spent and he's probably twisting it in a way that's saying this is like genital mutilation or, you know, med, you know, give, medicating children up to their eyeballs so that they, you know, it, you know, so this is like legitimate costs and, and you know, insurance companies are, pay, are happy to pay out on this. And you know how insurance companies are like, they're quite strict with these things. So, look, I would say that doesn't seem to be a fact just just for yourself, Paul, because look. I get, I get that. But like I said, like you get them on, I'll give you the names and, and you guys have, because they'll probably give you a, 10 other Google searches and 10 other states of facts. It's not, that's not my area of expertise if I do have one. Yeah, yeah. 
the same. I've met a lot of people in, so I, I'm very open. I listen to anybody and everybody. So that's why I said I'm going to agree to talk to you because I said I think that's what's important. We've got to show that you can have a debate without a two of us going, I know this and you're that. But I think we can sit down and have a proper conversation. This is a very big conversation. You need to talk to the experts on that, not me. So that's that was my goal. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, do you know of any incidents ever where a man has dressed up as a woman and gone into a toilet and assaulted a woman or a child? Well, I can only go on what's come up on Google searches and all that kind of stuff. It seems to have happened a few times in the States. Um, Do you could, have your numbers or? No, I, I don't. Uh, as I said, look, I'm just a guy who has a restaurant. So like, so don't ask me to back out, you know, every single question with a thousand facts and all this kind of stuff. I'm just telling you that if you Google transgender assault in, toilet, in, uh, in ladies' toilet, you will find a couple examples of it. I, Maya Dunphy actually tweeted me there to say, and then somebody turned around and put a link straight on it. So look, if you want to find an example of it, but I don't, like, put it this way. I'm saying that the potential is there. This is my whole point. And again, I'm clarifying that the potential is there for somebody to do this. And I'm a firm believer in that we prevent as opposed to cure, hence your vaccine question for me at the very beginning. So if by doing this, prevents somebody gaining access to a safe space for a lady. I mean, look, I'm looking at all my, you go on to, on, onto the GB news uh, and, and you can have your own opinion as to what they are. I'm not so sure how our RTE news as well. You can say that they're the, the, the ones we should be listening to. You go onto the GB news YouTube channel, you look at the video that they put up of me. It's got one of the highest views on all uh, their videos that they've posted and they post three or four videos a day. The comments have almost 2000 comments and I didn't find one negative comment. Same on the Facebook page. Obviously, I get the odd bit of crap on Twitter. As I said, it's assessment. 99% of the people that are commenting on what I've said are 100% supporting and saying, thank you very much. That's all I can base it on. After that, I don't know. But I'm glad I said, if you're going to turn around and say, do you regret tweeting or you know, should you have not have tweeted? Not a chance because I've opened up a huge debate. I've opened up a huge topic. As I said on the GB News, this is great. I think I forced a conversation that people seem afraid to have. And I'm not sure why people are afraid to talk about it. Shouldn't be afraid to talk about anything. I don't think anyone's afraid to talk about it. I think that what you're seeing is uh, you're you're preaching to the converted. So what you're getting is people who already agree with you, just agreeing with you. You know, so it, you're not converting anybody. You're not changing anyone's mind. It's just there is a bunch of people who watch GB News and will just agree with that. With with you know, so yeah. that, there's not. Well, not I think there's always. I mean, you might. I don't, I don't understand if you're left or right or centre. I don't. I don't understand. But I do know that people have opinions. People have opinions that vary. In between, there's a lot of people that are kind of. Not so sure and i think a lot of those people that that saw the video and saw what i said uh, turned around and went actually do you know what I never thought of it that way the man's right so yeah. so did i convert anybody i don't know i mean but i mean look that's we can say the same anything on twitter so you're only talking to people who agree with you no wonder you're getting all the likes so do you think that do you think that men should be banned from living in houses with their families ah come on Kate, seriously why? Because it's a man, and so so let me let me okay. So, so first of all, that's a really stupid question, right? No, no, I give you, well, that's I'm, really, Paul. No, I'm, give, you, Paul I'm, saying, I'm giving you uh, my my time here. I've agreed to debate you, and you're just going to say a question is a stupid question, like yeah, because I told you I'm honest. Answer so I know question. what you're saying. So, so what, what you're saying, saying that a man in a house with his family is the same thing as a man walking into a lady's toilet. Of course, men shouldn't. That's, be that's not what I'm saying. That's not well, what, what I'm saying. What, okay, ask again. So, what do you what do you think? Do you think that men should be banned from living in houses with their families? Of course not. It's ridiculous. Why? Why should they be? Because most assaults on women and girls happen by their own fathers or relatives 
people that live in their houses are part of their family. Most, like a huge number, yeah, happen yeah. in a house, a household, mm -hmm. like husbands beating, assaulting, and raping their wives, beating, yeah. assaulting, and raping their daughters in their own house. Should we then ban men from living in houses with their families? How should we handle that situation? So we should lock every single one of them up, is what we do. So, I mean, we should, like, if we ban men from every house, well, there's no, there's no such thing as a family anywhere in the world, is there? So, I mean, I know exactly what you're saying. And, of course, most assaults are committed by people that they know 100%. Is it, is, is, it all, is it all men, though? Is it all men what? Like, is it men that should should we just ban men from houses? Like, should we stop marriage? Should we not allow women men live with women? Yeah, come on, I I, I think I'm not so sure how smart that line of questioning is. In my Why? opinion, I, of, of well, course not. Hang on a second, hang on, Paul. You want to protect women and children, okay? Of course, yeah. The the cases of a man dressing up as a woman and going into a toilet in a restaurant in Killarney and assaulting a child or a woman has never happened. Never. It's never happened in Ireland, okay? Never. But the cases of men infiltrating the world of marriage and family for the purpose of raping a child or a woman happens all the time. So what do right. you do? So, so if you put those two, if you're really interested in protecting women and children, the, pl the, place, the place to go, and I mean this honestly, Paul, the place to go and for you is to become a spokesperson for better mental health for men, just men, like forget about the trans community are over there trying to survive. These people are being, these people are being attacked all the time. These people are not being accepted in community. These people are being harassed. These people are being told, like what you're saying, and I don't think you realize it is, it's kind of like legitimizing the turf, the hate on the trans community. And you're coming from a good place. I do believe that, right? But what you're, you're giving fuel to the fire by saying, hey, People, these trans people, you know, this could happen if we give them rights. You know, if we let them be, you know, be, uh, uh, they'll come into toilets and, 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 and attack women and children. It very rarely has happened and very rarely will happen. But what does happen all the time is men in family homes who are married will assault and attack their women and their children. It happens that priests will do it in a church. It happens that in history, we've seen it in organizations like you know, footballing organization. We've seen it in this in the in the scouts. There's loads and of places. Women are both men as well, too. So should we ban all women? I tell you what, we're talking about the protection of women and children here. That's what you're I'm talking about. about protecting everybody. As I said, this was just like the drunk guy walking but, into to the men's so you're, not, so you're not interested in that line of debate. Then. Uh, of course. Well, I tell you what, Pete. All right, let's 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 call a spade a spade. So by your reckoning, right, that if I'm saying this, we should ban all men from the family home, we have seen possibly at least one refugee attack or do something. Sorry, 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 sorry. You can't say possibly. No, no, no. Well, okay, so we've seen it. We've seen it down, down in Killarney. Okay, so the video footage is there. You don't deny that this has... So shouldn't we ban all refugees coming The video into footage from Killarney was proved by the Gardaí to be not true. Okay, well, how about the stabbing that took place in the Hotel Killarney in January? Didn't happen. It didn't happen. So 40 people were removed from the hotel for no reason at all? Well, whatever the facts around the case were, were wrong. It didn't happen. Well, it, well, well I never called... The guards were called to deal with a stabbing incident and it didn't happen. And it was who did it? But it was it was people staying in the hotel from asylum seekers. Didn't happen? 
Um, Made the news? Made the RT news? What's your point? What you're saying should, this is like, well, as I said at the start, I tried to help you out by saying, don't ask a stupid question. You're saying, man, no, no, you have got to talk, so let me talk. Should men be banned from family homes because men assault? So should refugees be banned from Ireland because there was an incident of, of, of a refugee that stabbed another refugee? So it's, I'm trying well, to help I, you. I don't think so. question. I, yeah, but, okay, put it this way. So do you, you think men should be, should be banned from family homes? Do you think women should be banned from family homes because they're still all doing it? So what do we do? No, I don't. Paul, I don't. Paul. In my opinion, well, you, you respect, it was a silly question. Paul. Let's not move on because people will get bored if they listen to this going, two kids arguing with each other. I think it's a stupid question. You don't. We disagree. Move on. Paul, I don't think men should be banned from getting married and from living in houses with their families. They're assaulting all these women and children. I'm saying by your logic. Uh-huh. Your, okay. log- your logic is you're going to protect women and children by not allowing people with a penis into the women's toilets in your restaurant. Mm-hmm. And your logic is for that, to protect women and children. Even have you though- kids? Have you kids? Yeah, I have two, yeah. Have you, have you a daughter by any chance? Yeah, beautiful oh, daughter. Yeah. You don't mind me asking? She's 20. Okay, so when she was 12 or 14, would you have been happy if you sent her into the toilet into a restaurant, into a bar, into a supermarket, or in a shop to say, go on into the toilet because it's nice and safe in there. Go ahead, I'll wait for you outside. And you saw a man dressed up as a woman walk in behind her. No, no, but you can't just laugh at it. I'm asking you the hypothetical question like you asked me, should we ban all men? How would you feel? And be honest, how would you feel if you saw that? Because you thought in your heart and soul, like, I'm not so sure that's a transgender. I think that could be a man that's just dressed up as a woman. That's a hypothetical question like you just asked me. How would you feel if that situation happened when your daughter was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14? Would you have felt uneasy in any way? Yeah, I, I feel uneasy. Um, I would always have gone with my daughter. If we were somewhere I didn't know, I would always have gone with my daughter. My wife would have gone with my daughter up until a certain age. I would have always accompanied her to the toilet or wherever she was. I would never let her go anywhere on her own. But that's got nothing to do with transgender people. No, I, I'm just asking if that's... So that's what I'm trying to do. I don't want... Mother or father to feel uneasy if their kid goes into the toilet because I'm just trying to keep it a safe space. And I don't think anybody can really object to it. And maybe you can, and that's fine. But as I said, from what I've seen, from the reaction that I've seen, it is 99. If this was 99.9% the other way and me being attacked, do you think I would continue the crap that I come out with, with, with on Twitter? Not a chance. What I saw was a phenomenal, overwhelming positive reaction to what I said that the majority of people that I'm seeing seem to agree with me. That's, okay. that's, my, that's my one and only point. Okay, so I just wanted just some of these examples of misinformation that, that have been used by TERFs, as you said, you know, I know you're not one, um, to argue against allowing transgender individuals to use the bathroom that aligns with their gender identity. So these are people who are born in one body and identify as, as being uh, the different uh, gender. So the bathroom predator myth, right? So this is the idea that allowing transgender individuals to use the bathroom that aligns with their gender identity will lead to an increase in sexual assault and other predatory behaviours in public restrooms. However, there's no evidence to support this claim. In fact, studies have shown that transgender individuals are much more likely to be the victims of violence and harassment in public restrooms than the predators. Would you have any interest in protecting your trans customers uh, when they go to use the toilet, because if they have to use a toilet that a man, a man then goes into, they're more likely to be attacked. Yeah, but look, it, it's like I said, if, if I saw, I'm in hospitality all my life. Thankfully, 
you know, I used to even, uh, we'd, I was in a, in a hotel with a very busy bar on Friday nights there on Baga Street. And, and I used to stand on the door all the time on the Friday night because I said, right, this guy looks like he's a bit of hassle. Even though there was, at that God-given moment in time, he wasn't completely inebriated. But I said, if he comes in as another two or three, this is the kind of guy I think. And I based that on my experience in hospitality of judging people. So if I saw anything, of, and as I said, and I made this clear from the very, very beginning, if I see any possibility of anybody in my restaurant being any way near endangered, I will do whatever it takes to stop it from happening. So the answer is very simply yes. If I saw a transgender walking into the male's toilets, even though they identify as a woman because they said this, I can't use the ladies' toilets. If I saw somebody walking in behind him or if I knew there was somebody in there before them, I would be absolutely keeping an eye to make sure that everybody was safe. That's, mm. that's, that's one of my obligations. You come into my restaurant in Killarney, you get good food, you get good service, you get a great time, but you also feel 100% safe in any aspect of, of, of any danger. Would you not feel that you would be better, that the world would be a better, would be better served if someone like you, Paul, with a bit of profile in a restaurant, decided to have a transgender friendly toilet? Well, well, first of all, actually, I don't have the space. It's a 200 year old building. I've got two toilets downstairs and two upstairs. Um, so There's two two downstairs and two upstairs. Yeah, oh, you could definitely give you could definitely have a safe space for everyone in one of them. Yeah, well, I'm 21 years in business, and to the best of my knowledge, I don't know if I've had any transgender people come in. Wow, so, you've, made, <laughs> you've made a rule against them. So uh, yeah, yeah. Why, and I, I, why not make why not make the rule? Why not make a rule it's like, like it's a, a bit like instead of when everybody was shouting about vegan food and all that kind of stuff, and you'd arrive down with anybody like a drink. Oh, I'm a vegan, and I said, "Well, I wasn't offering you like a glass of blood. I was asking, do you want a drink?" Or the other guy would turn around and say, "I'm famished because I've just done like a triathlon and I'm absolutely I don't, nobody cares, right?" So everybody was changing their menus to four or five vegan dishes until they realized, actually, we're not really selling many vegan dishes here, are we? So I've got one dish on my menu that's vegan friendly and not one vegan has ever had to ask because they know. So I'm going to do my basic law of economics of supply and demand. I'm not changing one of my toilets because I need them all for the way they are just to go, yes, I now have a transgender toilet in my restaurant. But you're not likening this vegan fad to the transgender, to transgender. No, 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 not at all. Most people will know exactly what I just said there, but no, I'm not at all. I'm just telling you that. Supply and demand. I don't have a transgender toilet because I have a toilet sitting empty for another 20 years. So I need it for my actual customers. That most people, as I said and repeat, are quite happy with what I said. They go to the ladies or they go to the gents. But you, you can whatever you want. Paul, it would have been much easier for you to say, right? Just listen to me for a second, right? If you said this toilet upstairs is for women uh, or, or men and yeah, transgender people or whatever you want to do this is a safe space toilet so if you get into this toilet there's a lock on the inside of the door you go in there you're on your own and anybody can use that toilet right just listen to me but anybody can use it so so it still means it's open to other people once because you go in you lock it and, and that's that you could have just said that but instead you came out and said anybody with a penis is not allowed to use the women's toilets but so 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 it sounds like it gives fuel to the people who don't like the transgender movement don't like transgender people and and gives the bullies license no, it's, to, it's to, to abuse a, 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 a part of our community and our society. And it just it's a pile on with these people. No, it's, it's, you're it's adding fuel, you're adding fuel to the fire rather than trying to support parts of the community. Well, and I'll get to the I'll get to the Employment Equality Acts in a minute uh, and, and Discrimination Acts that you you know, you're in danger of breaking the law, Paul. 
Well, let's just address what you just said there. I mean, it's funny that you're saying that I'm adding fuel to the fire, to the bigots and to the people that are looking to cause trouble. Uh, you go through, you see it. The majority of the comments that are coming through in support are all women that have no issue with any transgender movement at all or anything. It's but they the are also adding fuel to the fire. It, I mean, like, it depends on what side you want to stand on, right? So so I understand you've got a I'm job. I'm on the side do. of love for yeah, everybody. I mean, well, well, best of luck to you with that one. But I'm, 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 I'm on the side protecting everybody who comes into my restaurant over any potential danger. That, that, that's all I'm trying to do. So you can spin it if you want to say I'm, I'm, not, I'm not spinning it. I'm not spinning yeah, it. People will, be, people will be able to listen to this conversation and take from what they want. I'm not yeah, spinning and, anything. And I'm going to have some haters. I'm going to have some haters, and people will make up their own mind. And, and that's, you know, and, absolutely. And, and I will know that I'm coming from a place of love. You will know yeah. that you're coming from a place of love, I presume, mm -hmm. for everybody. Well, absolutely. Yeah. So the... Uh, again, I'm just going to say this again, in case this has been long. This is my one and only point in what I've said. I am saying there is a potential, a potential for somebody to abuse and fly under the guise of being transgender to get into a lady's safe space. Never happened. It's never happened. Well, it's literally think, never happened in Killarney. It's well, literally said, happened in Ireland. Well, well we, we don't know that it's not happened in Ireland, but I'm saying go on to the tweet there earlier on where they put up the post of where it did happen. So it has happened. And I tell you what, even if it hasn't happened, I'm quite happy to say I'm not going to let the potential of it happen. That's my whole point. And my point is there's probably more likely men assaulting women in toilets or men assaulting other men in That's toilets. That's a whole other conversation. Which, I, which, I, every, which, I think which, every single one of them should be locked up. I think every single pedophile should be given a life sentence. Like that's a whole justice system. We're seeing how many people that are getting away scot-free, that are committing crimes, that are abusing their wives, that are doing all that. Get the judging question as to why he's letting all these people go and, and do a Skype or do, do a, a, a podcast with them and get the Minister for Justice in saying, how are we letting this escape? That make a great podcast. I be. I tell you what. I show you a lot of love if you set that one up. Um, I think Paul that you would. I worry about the business. My business. I, I know you don't. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that you'd be better off, and I and I'd love for you to to look at maybe having one of your toilets as instead like instead of saying what you said, just hear me out. Say look. Actually, do you know what? We want to protect everybody in this restaurant, even the trans community. So one of the, uh, we have a key behind the bar or something. And, you know, if you want to use a toilet and you want to feel safe, you can come and get the key. And then the other toilets are, are for everybody. You know, something like that. I think that's something more positive that would like um, ensure safety and, and also safety for people who want to come to a restaurant and are trans. And, you know, I have friends who's, uh, who have trans children and I just you know I worry about their safety and I worry about the messaging the world is giving them and if we can say to these children look you're going to be okay if you come to Paul's restaurant with your family and um, you there is a toilet there that you can use and you know and we'll, and we'll keep an eye on it because you know you said that you would I just think that's a different message and, and you know I'd love to see you do that Um, I'm going to give you the last word because we've only got two minutes left and I really appreciate your time and uh, it was really good, good to chat as I said from the onset look you need to have a conversation. Doesn't matter if we hang up now in a minute or two and turn around and go off oh, and love it. What the hell did I do that for? I mean, people will decide themselves. My whole point is that it's very good to talk. Okay, so whether you're right or whether I'm right, I don't know. Whoever's up there, whoever created this, the flatter or the rounder will decide 
on who gets in and who doesn't. So you think you're doing a great job. I think I'm doing a great job. I don't do anything. When you say you worry about my job, you don't need to worry. I'm there 21 years, okay? And, and I'm fine and I'll be fine. And after the support and after the, the amount of people that came in over the weekend, the amount of emails, as I said, if I thought that this was a mistake, I'm the first person to put my hand up and say, listen, I got that so wrong and I'm really, really sorry. But what I can just see is that the incredible support, the amount of people that have reached out to me and said, thank you. That's all they said. Thank you for saying what you said. We'll do another po podcast where we have more time to go through everything and, 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 and talk about other stuff. But listen, I just want to say thanks to me. Everyone said I was mad to come on board to do this with you. But I tell you what, they probably said the same about you to me and vice versa. It's good to talk. If we can't have a conversation, this wouldn't happen on the Claire Byrne Show. This wouldn't happen on primetime. Both of us would be cut off straight away. I respect your opinion. I don't know if I agree with it, but i tell you one thing. I'd love to have a pint with you in crowds and continue the conversation. And I think we'd get on quite, quite, quite well and, and argue with each other. You come into a pub and you see me with my best mates, you think we're about to kill each other. We argue with each other over everything, but we're still best of mates. So good, good. that's all I Paul, thanks for your bit, uh, time and best look at the business. And I'd love to see you, you know, maybe, you know, Think on what I what my suggestion. But anyway, look, you, you've been running that business for 21 years. You know best. Take it easy, man. Say a lot to Claire. Yeah, appreciate it. See you soon. Take care. Bye. See bye, you bye, soon, bye. 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 up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com